Power, 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 not pity, pity, pity. Power, 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 not pity, pity, pity. will glow in all the ways to be only if the words like the flower and all the glory is my family these are just some of the words of a poem from my next guest's first book dear parents it's written by poet and dj amali maxine phillips welcome to power not pity a podcast all about the lives of disabled people of color we delve into all sorts of topics and feature people from all around the globe. I'm your host, Bri M, and this is a really, really special episode. Come and take a journey with me. At only 10 years old, Amali is already a published poet and is versed in music production and knows how to play the drums. So how did I meet this awesome kid? I found out about Amali through a band coach at the Willie Mae Rock Camp for Girls. It's a week-long program where kids get to choose and learn how to play their own instruments, and by the end of the week, they all perform a song that they personally wrote. It's pretty cool. I did the ladies' rock camp, which is like the grown-up version, and that was also a great experience. So yeah, I met Amali there, and we made a date to talk. So tell me about yourself. I'm 10 years old, and I moved to New York when I was four. I go to the school at Columbia. What do you like to do with your free time? Uh, I like to write. Mm -hmm. That's what I do on my free time. I write stories and I write poems. and Yeah, I think that's what I do most of the weekends. That's what you do on most of the weekends. Cool. What do you like about poetry? Well, I like it because that's the way like I can like express myself. Mm -hmm. And I can, like, say in, like, words that mean something to me that other people don't know that, like, what it really means. Mm -hmm. When did you start writing poetry? When I was four. I wrote my first poem in church. Really? Yeah. wrote words about, like, what it's like and what happens. Mm-hmm. And what you like? Yeah. Yeah, like what happens and then I kinda just read it over and over again and I found like the rhythm to the poem and usually my poems are about like something like I can see mm-hmm. and that's something like what I can remember is something that's happening like in front of me. Here's one of Amali's favorite poems, Little Red Notebook. You lay on the wooden table next to the kitchen, waiting for someone to write a small poem 
proud of you. But the little red notebook feels lonely until little girl grabs you and writes a poem in you. The church poem, like I wrote what was going on in church, which was right in front of me, and I can remember everything, and if I do it later, I might not remember something mm-hmm. very important that I have experienced. I heard that you write on napkins. Oh, you do? Yeah. <laughs> do you do it all the time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, when I have ideas, I have to write down so I don't forget it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I write on napkins and anything that's closest to me. You write on church programs? A lot. A lot? What do you like about church? I love church. Um, so I I help out because... Oh, um, you do? I do. And so we have like a part in church. We have like presentations and like that says like the like if we're doing the calls to worship or something we have to has to say like what we're supposed to say like on the on the screen mm-hmm. I usually do that or I run the microphones oh wow I record the service okay can we talk about your book yeah. I'm so excited to talk to you about your book, because I think it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you call it Dare Parents? Well, the poem I wrote was like, the poem that, the title mm-hmm. of that poem was like, I was kind of thanking my parents for what they have done like all the years. Tell me more about the hard times. Do you write poetry when when you're feeling like yeah. sad or yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah? Times are tough these days, especially for disabled youths and adults. Did you know that medical costs are around ten times higher for children with cerebral palsy? Cerebral palsy is also more common among Black children than white children. That's just a little something to chew on. So here we have another poem by Amali. It's one of my favorites. It's called So Hard. So hard. I hear things in my brain, daring myself to do something I can't. I can't stop myself from being negative. I see girls around my age doing everything right. I can't do everything right. And I thought it was strange. But so many people are on my side, but I still feel insecure. I know I should keep being myself, even though it's so hard. I think that poem, like, it comforts me when I'm kind of, like, kind of, like, sad or, like, scared. And it just, like, comforts me. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, it... it it calms me down because I get to say, like, how I'm feeling, but, like, not out loud, but, like, in my in my words. Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes when I'm, like, upset, like, sometimes I have an argument with my parents or something. Oh, no. And I, like, 
when I apologize and how I apologize in a poem. I remember the first poem I wrote was about this bunny and it was called Funny Bunny. What was your first poem like? Uh, my first poem Do you was, remember? Yeah. My first poem was Church and mm -hmm. yeah, I just like wrote down what was happening and I didn't like, it, it was like this and this and this and, but like it described what happened in church and mm -hmm. like all preaching and talking and talking and standing and mm -hmm. sitting and so the first one was like listing what was happening and then what I used to do before I wrote a poem was just like list different things that like was going on I kind of like just formed it into a poem. Mm -hmm. The rhythm. You yeah. like the rhythm. Yeah. How do you find the rhythm? Well, I I love music. For me, it's really easy for me to get like songs stuck in my head. Mm -hmm. Like if I listen to like just a little bit, I can get stuck in my head. I think that like finding that rhythm and like having it and writing it down. Like as a poem, it's pretty easy for me mm -hmm. to to find a rhythm. And sometimes I would write my poems and then I would make it into a song. So I know you did Willie Mae, right? Yeah. Do you do you ever do it? Like, okay, so you did it once, right? Did you did you ever do it again? Yeah, I did it. I did it three times. Yeah. Wow. I started when I was. I was eight when I started on Willie May and I I really like Willie May because I get to like find different instruments and learn about them and have like be in a band and I think it's so cool that we have like only one week to write a song and yeah. like get the music and then like perform it on stage. I think that's so cool. I did the older version, the ladies rock camp, and it was so much fun. I got to um, be in my own band, and I got to, uh, I didn't sing, I played the bass. Did you, what kind of instruments did you play? So the first time I was drums. Cool, cool. And the second time I was vocals, and the third time I was the DJ. Mm -hmm. That I like because I, I really enjoy making beats. Oh, you do? Yeah. Wow, you're so cool. What kind of beats do you make? Are they like really loud? I usually my beats are like have things like on top of things, mm -hmm. but then I, I have it like at a nice pace. Mm. Like I don't want it to be like too crazy, but I, I don't want it to be too subtle. So it's right in the middle. Yeah. Cool, cool. Do you do you keep in touch with your band? Like, are you still part of it? No. I didn't keep in touch with my band either. Speaking of, like, classes, what are your classes like? I like school, but, like, there can be things that are, like, a little bit more tricky. Mm -hmm. And some things that, like, are a little bit, like off that I that seem like confusing or something that I don't understand or the homework is like kind of hard but like 
I usually like, um, like I had a really hard time with the homework assignment once, but then I got extra time and I got it done. I think I'm doing pretty well in school. I had my parent-teacher conference mm -hmm. a few days ago. and How did it go? It was good. Oh, I mean, awesome. I think everyone's very proud of me. Oh, that's so good. You write poems in class? Yeah, we always have a poetry unit. Mm-hmm. You um, read them out loud? I mean, I can, but um, I don't really, like, read my poetry out loud. It's, it's harder to actually, like, say it in the way that I say it in my head. I kind of want to learn how to do, like, spoken word. Like, it's kind of hard to, like, say what I want them to sound like, like, out loud. Because mm -hmm. I just can't do it. I was wondering if any of the classes are hard for you because of your cerebral palsy. I think the two um, subjects or classes that are really hard is gym class can be hard sometimes because like sometimes I can't keep up because we do some like we do a lot of things that like aren't tricky mm. and the other one yeah dance um like we're doing yoga and dance and that's like very difficult for me mm -hmm. and I don't like I don't like it I think I don't like it because it's difficult, mm -hmm. but it's kind of hard because, you know, you have to, like, be very flexible and be able to move your body a lot, which is, like, much harder for me. Mm hmm It's hard for me, too, because I have to get on the ground. Does, do you find that it's hard to get on the ground? Yeah, but I... I think I find it harder is like getting up like mm -hmm. smoothly. Sometimes I have to like roll over and use my like hands and knees to kind of push myself up. But when you were younger, did you have a hard time too? Yeah, mm -hmm. I think that like I had to wear braces and cast like to school every day, and um, I wear them all the time just out always comfortable but I actually I enjoyed my braces because I thought that like even though they hurt sometimes and they were very uncomfortable I liked it because I like to like show people like like what it's like and that like I have to wear braces but I'm okay mm -hmm. and I I like wearing braces and but the one thing that I didn't really enjoy was casting because I had to wear a cast and I couldn't take a bath, I couldn't take a shower. I I like just like had to sit out and it was like it was difficult. I had to wear a boot on my cast and most of the times it was on both legs. It was like, I really didn't enjoy that. Especially like, yeah, like at school. So, pretend you're a superhero. Can you see yourself yeah. as a superhero? Yeah. Okay, so what's what's your power? 
Um, so my power, um, she was like faster than Flash and all the fast <laughs> superheroes because of her braces. And I just, and I really, I dreamed about like me being her because I thought it was so cool that even though she had cerebral palsy, she was like an awesome superhero. That is so cool. What else is she like? So, she's also like really strong because of her CP and, oh, and I also like really liked her. I think I came up with something that she had like really neat handwriting because my handwriting wasn't very neat and I always wanted my handwriting to be very neat because one of my best friends had like really neat handwriting and I, I really like wanted that neat handwriting. Does she ever um, end up fighting anybody? No, she is like a neighborhood spy, like, or a superhero, like, she kind of, like, if so, if there's a, like, robber in her neighborhood, she's the one that finds them and, like, um, catches them. Is there anything else you like about her? I like her. I thought it was, like, really cool because no one else knew that she was, that it was her because everyone else feel like would kind of think that she's kind of weird, but they would all love the superhero, but they never knew it was her. What is she like when she's not a superhero? She's very quiet, and she kind of stands in the background, and, like no one really notices her. Any last words, Amali? I usually try to think of like what happened like at my birth, because I don't really know, and I see pictures. Think of like what it was like, and I think that like it was like nice. Were you as excited as I was to listen to Amali's story? She's amazing, isn't she? Amali's book, Dear Parents, is out now. You can find it on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. What I appreciated most about Amali's story is that she has the knowledge of what perseverance is. It's clear that she knows her personal history and how it affects her present state of mind. I think it's so cool to see how she expresses herself and reflects on her life through poetry. Well, let me leave you with the final poem of this episode, the eponymous Dear Parents. Dear Parents, I thought I should make a letter for you, Dad and Mom. Dear Mom and Dad, you're awesome. Thank you for everything. You make me smile, bright and big, and laugh till you can't just see my lips moving. Love, Amali. things happening with Power Not Pity, follow me on Facebook at Power Not Pity. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Come follow me there too. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podbean, and of course, PowerNotPity.com. Learn more about each guest and subscribe to my newsletter. If you like what you hear and would like to keep the show going, please consider donating to my Patreon account. You'll not only be keeping this disabled host alive, 
it would be honoring the oral tradition of storytelling and the togetherness that it brings. So scoot on over to patreon.com slash power not pity. Shoutouts goes to Leroy Moore for letting me use his newest single, Black Disabled Man, for all the music that you heard throughout this episode. Black Disabled Man is out now at criphopnation.com. Shoutouts goes to the Moon Choir for letting me use their beautiful voices as part of the intro chant that you heard at the beginning of this episode. Whew, gave me chills.